Hello and welcome back to Urology for Everyone podcast. This is Dr. Girish Nilivigi, urologist and andrologist from Nilivigi Multi-Speciality Hospital, Bangalore with you. In today's podcast episode, I am going to talk about kidney stones in children and teenagers. Kidney stones have become more common in children and teenagers over the past 20 years. They can occur in children of any age and even in premature infants. But most stones occur in teens. Kidney stones happen when minerals and other substances normally found in urine join together to form a hard stone in the urinary tract. They can also form if there is not enough of other substances in the urine that help stop stones from forming. Stones typically form in the kidney and ureter, which is a tube that connects the kidney to the bladder. They also form in the urinary bladder, but are rare. Now, what are the types of kidney stones that you see in children and in teenagers? They are calcium oxalate and calcium phosphate stones. These two are the more common varieties of stones. Sometimes stones are also formed of uric acid, which is a waste product from eating certain foods and drinks. And sometimes it there could be cysteine stones. Cysteine is an amino acid and it is a breeding block of protein. A more common type of stones that we see in children and teenagers are struvite stones. Struvite stones are also called as staghorn stones because they are quite large in size and are formed in infected urine. Now, how big are the kidney stones? Kidney stones vary in size with most about 1/4 of an inch in size and sometimes go to up to half an inch or more. If a child passes a stone while urinating, it is helpful to collect it if possible so your doctor can send it for lab testing. Finding out the composition of the stone helps in stopping more stones from forming. Now, what is the treatment for kidney stones in children? If a kidney stone is causing a pain in a child, the goals are to help ease discomfort and pain and also to help the stone pass down into the bladder out in the urine. This can sometimes be done at home by drinking large amounts of water and other fluids. Over the counter pain medicines like paracetamol and ibuprofen may be helpful to manage pain. Other oral medications may be prescribed to ease the stone's passage. The urologist may recommend using a tea strainer or a stone strainer to help collect the stone from the urine so it can be tested in the lab. Sometimes If children are vomiting or have severe pain they may need to be hospitalized so they can get fluids and stronger pain medicine through a vein. Children with large stones or stones that will not pass on their own may need the help of a urologist who is a doctor who specializes in the urinary tract. The urologist may use lithotripsy which is a procedure that uses sound waves to break the stone into tiny pieces which are then passed down the urinary tract. While it may sound scary it is quite safe and does not damage the kidney the urologist may also remove the stone by using an endoscope that enters the urinary bladder and goes up into the ureter while your child is under anesthesia the urologist then breaks the stone and removes it from the body so basically 
the types of treatment for kidney stones can be summarized as ESWL which is non-surgical and endoscopy which is surgical. Sometimes in very small stones drug treatment may work. So these are the broad treatment outlines for a kidney stone. For more information please visit www.nelivigimultispecialityhospital.com I look forward to having you join me again next week for another exciting episode of Urology for Everyone podcast. Thank you so much for listening and it's me Dr. Girish Nilibigi signing off. Thank you.